May all beings be happy. May all beings be healthy. May all beings be free from harm. May all beings love life. May all beings awaken. Welcome to another Guk Audio Podcast. I pray that you and yours are safe and comfortable, free from economic hardship, and able to get out and do whatever it is you want within the limitations of the universal precept of do as little harm as possible. So today we're going to have another outtake from Zenish right now, teaching stories and anecdotes of Shunyu, more teaching stories and anecdotes of Shunyu Suzuki. Um, so this one is... Once in a lecture, Suzuki Roshi said, there is double difficulty for new students. So older students should help new students make practice easier for them. So there is also double difficulty for older students. (laughs) Uh, You know, when I have uh, lecture excerpts, it's something that someone pointed out uh, in a, you know, just told me or it was in an interview or whatever. And I I would try to find it in the lecture archive and say it the way he said it, almost always. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I think this is in a lecture. I, I remember reading that. And, uh, uh, but sometimes there'll, there'll be a student will tell me that and I, I won't find it in the lecture archive and I just put it down like the student said it now double difficulty for new students hey wait a minute what about beginner's mind I thought they were the ones that did the best <laughs> um, uh, so the Older students should help them and make things easier. Well, at Zen Center, uh, well, what my experience was, in general, we helped newer students. We're encouraging, but it depended on the person and also the sort of culture of the particular practice center at the time. You know, those things change. Now, uh, there, there's Japanese temples where their idea of encouraging new students uh, could be uh, explained through the Japanese phrase kibishi ga shinsetsu, strict but kind. So, a monk comes up to this is traditional, right, in Japan, and I've talked to people who experience stuff like this. Uh, Guy. Comes up to a temple and uh, wants to be a monk, but they won't let him in until he's Dantangario. Now, Tangario means waiting room, right? And it's, you just got to sit for days, you know. They have meals and you can have bathroom breaks. But uh, uh, Dan Welsh, when he went to Ryutakuchi in about 1963, the Tangario he had was on the steps. And he said you had to put your hand, you know, your head on your hands. You put your hands together like in, in Gasho and put it to the right and leaned your head down sideways. That'd be horrible. 
Like you get a terrible creak in your neck? Good Lord, it's like being paralyzed or something. He said it was extremely uncomfortable, and he had to do it for the longest period, like days. That's how I remember it. And, uh, ooh, Philip Wilson, when he went to AAG, I think they made him sit for two weeks. We think of, and Suzuki thought of Tankar, you know, as being a week, a week of sitting, you know. Uh, and he wanted a week, or at least five days at Tassajara, but Richard Baker, you know, the head monk, the director, and his number one confidant said, no, we've, we've got all sorts of people who've never even, but we're coming to this first practice period in 1967, who've hardly ever practiced, you know. We can't give them five days of Tangari. Let's give them three days. Suzuki really didn't want that. I mean, he's starting off his new monastery. He didn't want to water it down. But he gave him, like he always did to Dick, or frequently did. And uh, I was in that first Tangari. And after that, it was five days. But those of us who did the first one, it was not even three days. On the afternoon of the third day, uh, we had an entering ceremony, and uh, so it was a pretty easy tangario. But then we instituted something that they don't have in Japan, is when you'd come back to Tazara, you had to sit a day at tangario. Ah, how tedious. Anyway, it's all right. It's not the end of the world. All right, now here's what tangario was. And tangario is sitting all day. Uh, it's, uh, you know, there's no walking meditation. You just sit from early morning till bedtime. Uh, you know, you get to eat your meals and you get like, this is Tassar, right? You get a 15-minute break. But it's just sitting there. Now, Richard Baker instituted the idea that all one had to do was stay in that spot. Like, it didn't mean you had to keep full lotus all day long. He said you could stand up if you needed to. So... You know, so he was always in favor of, you know, being kind and helping new students in that way. And not the uh, strict but kind. You know, strict but kind, that sort of thinking. I can be anything. You can be screaming, yelling, beating people with a stick, and they can say, ah, strict but kind. <laughs> so... Uh, uh, Dana Fraser told me a monastery he was in, God, I can almost remember, was it? I can't remember, like in the 60s, you know, he saw a, a student sitting Tangario on the deck, and monks came up and threw him off the deck in full lotus, just threw him off. So there was a lot of really mean stuff that, you know, was supposed to be real zen. I, uh, I could go on and on with stories like that. But all right, let's go back to Suzuki saying, <laughs> I'm getting a little carried away here. Uh, Suzuki's saying there's double diff difficulty for new students. You know, they're trying to figure things out. I mean, you could take, it doesn't have to be a Tassahara, how a new student's treated when they're first there. It could be somebody in the city coming to sit. And so somebody might be very kind and come with them. And so they'll feel comfortable and will, uh, go with them into the Zendo because people feel uncomfortable. They don't want to do anything that's wrong. And they'll show them, 
You know, I just do what I do. They might even lean over and whisper. Now, when we sit, they'll try to, it's best to give a, a size and instruction before they get in, right? The idea, but so I've seen people give it in there. Now, when you sit, you, you know, just whispering like that. Then people leaning over looking, hey, you're not supposed to talk in here. Uh, but um, actually, what Suzuki liked was people just to go in and not know anything. Uh, and that's what I would, I would tell people, hey, go into the Zendo and try to figure it out. Don't worry about it. Nobody cares if you do anything wrong or whatever. Just watch others and try to figure out what to do and try to figure out what, what, what Zazen is on your own without any instruction. And then get a Zazen instruction. Uh, so there's different ways of doing that. So it is difficult at first, and it's also socially difficult, you know. Let's say if somebody's going to, uh, not just p coming in to sit, then going back to their home, you know, have a sitting parent. What if they're living there, you know, having to get along with people and all that? So it's nice to be friendly, but not every group's friendly, uh, or not every person is friendly. And since they're being unfriendly, is one of the most common uh Complaints, I've heard. But anyway, all right. So in many, many ways, we can see that a, a, a new student has double difficulty, right? But then the old students, he said, uh, you know, have to take care of the new students, so then they have double difficulty. too. But that's not the only way they have double difficulty. It's because they've lost their beginner's mind. <laughs> so what's he saying? It's always double difficulty. <laughs> Practices, double, triple, quadruple difficulty. Anyway, um, well, let's contemplate this. Uh, there's many directions we go, and I'm not going to go in any more directions at this point. This has been a Guk Audio podcast. I'm DC Poobah of Guk Audio and Guk Archives. Coming to you from Sleepy Senor with Dog and Pandita, Feline Cuchita, and dear lovely Katrinka. And we're wishing you and yours and all of us a grand awakening.